0: Tom Bernard Show with
1: co host Catherine Brandt,
0: Andy Brandt Bernard,
1: Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen,
2: Mike Bolina, our special guest, Kostaki Economopoulos, and Doug Sprinthal.
3: Look, all of my favorites in one room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave soon, so. Then that it'll really be all your favorites.
3: It's
4: probably good. I have a feeling a grenade's going to roll under the door at any uh, <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: We'll be right back. Kostaki Economopolis, our special guest in the studio right after to this Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt Then talk to them
4: before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early
3: and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. been good. And how do they contact you?
4: And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or
3: at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, Doug Sprinthal. All
4: right, I have to weave a comment about the magician into an automotive Ad. I'll see if I can I like pull it. this up. Like so it. he claimed that rock and roll was invented because of Telecasters were cheap. That's not true. So I looked it up. No, it's a Telecaster no. was $210 in 1953. I think the actual first year of the telly was 51. The average price of a house in 1953? Go ahead and guess.
3: 1953, I would say $8,000.
4: 2050
3: that's it two so thousand yeah. dollars so a
4: telly was 10 percent the cost of the average home in the united states wow now the average that's cost it. of a used car at walls automotive group is about fourteen thousand dollars and they're all covered by a lifetime powertrain warranty that you get at no extra charge it covers you major medical coverage on your car as long as you own the vehicle how is that for a seamless transition
1: i'm, I'm impressed it, i'm gonna
3: a stratocaster fourteen hundred dollars now <laughs> Oh no! In fact,
4: you can get entry-level tellies for about the same price. There is a, a wide really? range, so you can get custom shop. Fender has a custom shop with the handmade stuff, and those are maybe twenty-five hundred. But an American standard Telly, I think, is about seven or eight hundred dollars, and the strats maybe a little bit more really? than that. Really? Yeah, huh. it's a great Yeah, because they used to have to build them all by hand, but now it's all mass-produced all over the world, and with computers no, and true. stuff, it's production so much less money.
3: Fender Automotive Group. Fender.com.
5: Perfect.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the king of pain himself, the stock economist was in studio yes,
2: after Monday night. I don't know how you're here. Do you feel uh, welcome?
3: Had some pain. Yeah, they, <laughs> I do feel welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Good. Why is I'm it glad. every time I talk to you, your sports team gets their ass handed? Why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's your opening line?
0: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Damn, why do? Sucks. Why does my sports team have to play the Death Star at every level of football? Why? It's not <laughs> it's fair. It's true. It's
2: the Croatian Death Star.
0: It's the scariest dynasty in the history of football at that level. That's the it team... Is. My team
2: has to play. It's not fair. But no, the array, the, the wide array of emotions. Because I was cheering for you on Monday night. I appreciate and it. You're up 13-0 at half. Yeah. They tie it up. Whatever. Then they miss the field yeah. goal. Yeah. And you go to overtime. You score first. And I'm like, oh wow. Then they get the sack and you're like, it's second and twenty six. Right. The game's over. Yeah. Boom. Next play. Touchdown. And I was like, the oh
0: roller coaster was absurd. It was a great <laughs> it was a great game. I just I just would like them to rewrite the ending, but it God. was really a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy game. Crazy. Let's
3: go out and see uh, Kostakis. All Morose. (laughs) Yeah,
0: where do I get a hat that says, we're number two. (laughs) I need need one for the pros and the college level. (laughs) It's a tough year. But I'll take it. I've been saying for years that I, you know, like I would hear Bills fans complain about going to the Super Bowl four years and losing. I'm like, my team hasn't been no. in a
2: Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I, am accepting being number two is a is a big jump from where we were, and we're in the conversation to win it all again next year. So that's all we can do. Um, we got a great this freshman quarterback. Explain? What are you going to yeah, do? do?
3: Yeah. Is this how you explain your screw ups to your wife too? (laughs) No, I tried to come in number one, but well accepting the fact that this is way better than it
0: could have been. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Could have been so much worse. I'm sober.
0: No one's beating anyone. This is really not bad, honey. Let's let's keep it in context.
3: (laughs) <laughs> That's all I need is a tall Greek man wearing a wife beater. That's great. That's great. <laughs>
1: none, none of those running around. There's
3: a good image for you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah there's a good image. <laughs> you want to talk about a good image? I'm looking at a picture of James Franco with Tommy Wiseau, the guy he plays in The Disaster Artist. This is just before James found out that three women came out and said he sexually harassed them. You know, so I, he still looks happy. I almost never watch
0: regular television, and I just happen to be... Exhausted last night it was kinda of winding down and I caught the interview with Franco on uh Colbert last night and I was like what on oh,
3: Colbert, that's right.
0: What happened? That I, I don't really even know the story, but I saw two, you know, very playful men being very serious about something and know you know, I watched. It was it was compelling TV.
1: I didn't know that he was accused of sexual harassment. I didn't either. Yeah. Every yeah. who isn't who is days. Right. Well,
3: I'm wondering it's about coffee. that very
1: thing. <laughs> it's not, it's never been.
3: I think I've never been accused of it. I think
0: I'm in the clear. But, I have the opposite problem. Yeah. I can't even hit on my own wife without being hesitant.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could start a club. I'm the other end of the spectrum on this
3: issue. for sure. <laughs> my wife just hit me. I did. <laughs> my wife just punched me right in the arm. Playfully. Flirty.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. Flirty. <laughs> It was cute. <laughs> it was cute, and of
3: course, it was really cute. It was really great. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know where that will where that will all go. Will all men eventually? Because, you know, Jodie Foster did say, "Let's face it, every man over thirty has sexually harassed a woman." He really does believe that every man has done it. How do um, you define I mean, that?
1: Well, and I, yeah, I think well, well, in, a, in the lesbians' the, world, if you it in, could be
0: true. If you if you include ogling, I'll agree to that premise, but. You have to go pretty
3: far to the extreme of yeah. mm-hmm. definition for that to be true. <laughs> I, did, I mean, it's, one of these days we are going to have to get the due process. I will say that.
0: I agree with that. And the, and the two of them in this interview last night had that conversation, you know, could because clearly. So Colbert is in the position of trying to be the grown up and be serious and not not let him off the hook easily right that's the position he's in and Mm -hmm. you know and the other guy is in the position of just having been accused but not wanting to throw the women under the bus because that's not fair to anybody but yet defend himself and they and Colbert asked him like what is what can we do can we talk about this in a different place in a different situation what is the right answer for handling these kind of conversations going forward and neither one of them had a good answer and i and i was left watching and thinking i don't have a good answer for this either what's the answer i don't because you yeah. you have to give the woman the benefit of the doubt i mean there's almost no motivation for her no way to win make something up right. but it also isn't fair that you're just guilty because somebody says something so i don't know what the yeah, answer is i agree with
3: that I don't know. Well, there are people offering well, uh, there are people offering I money do. now to get other to get women to say that somebody sexually harassed them. Oh, I so saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but
1: well, I think the thing to do is to listen to the women and then talk to the guy and try to, you know, try to piece it together. I mean, right. that's the only way to deal with it.
3: But that's not what we're doing. We're condemning the men immediately. You're immediately guilty. Which yeah, we can have.
1: I, I think what's going to have to happen is the press isn't going to be able to pick up every accusation. Um,
6: Remember when I was saying this like a year ago? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you were.
1: They're, they're going to have to let some due process happen before they make these reports.
3: Right. Yeah. I, I, it, it, look, and I'm not trying to get women to stop coming forward. That's not what we're saying no. here at all. The women should absolutely come forward. Yeah, that, yeah, That's not what we're saying here. But to automatically assume the man is guilty is not justice. Right. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what the deal is. Well, the Jody thing Foster is, is, is the, your leader.
4: The due process. You know, Bill Cosby went to court, and everybody thinks he's guilty, but the court says he isn't.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> that's so, a good
0: point. the due process doesn't necessarily do it for you either.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah no, it doesn't. That's I mean, right. That, that is the problem. Uh, <laughs> That's 100 percent correct because uh, women could say, "Well, due process." The problem is, most likely, the man's going to go in front of um, uh, another man, and that man gets to judge if that if the man is guilty or not.
1: Well, and movie stars never get charged really with anything.
3: Yeah, they could murder someone, and
1: well, no they problem. Have. <laughs> so,
3: although way way back in the day, a hundred years ago, Fatty Arbuckle was accused of it. It ruined his life, and he didn't do it. Is that right? So, I mean. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, it, he didn't do it, so it ruined his life. It's a tough nickname. So I don't know what you do. Fatty.
1: Fatty? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was fat. Well, your, You do that to yourself. <laughs> but, but the one-two one
4: punches is buckle, right? I mean, it was Fatty Jones wouldn't be quite as bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, not great.
4: Fatty Anderson. <laughs> oh, my God.
6: I mean, I guess actually 1910 or whenever, I mean...
3: Uh, it was it was a lot
6: harder to be fat back then back when you were well, rationing out your you
3: water right yeah it was a sign of prosperity to be fat <clears throat> right
0: and nicknames were more on so. the nose then too right? yeah you were shorty or fatty or yeah <laughs>
6: yeah that's how it is in mexico yeah. if you're fat you're el gordo because
3: that's just what you are el gordo. <laughs> yeah. oh
1: <laughs> okay, I have to leave Bye
3: You gotta go, really?
1: Yeah, Bella's got a, got her appointment She's
3: going to the spa, right, yep, dog spa. She's getting a
1: blowout no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is
4: <laughs> I don't think I want to know what you, it is. Get there,
1: you get your hair dried for you
4: Oh, I see. okay
1: My yeah, mom does it, that it's that a rich deal. person thing <laughs> Why don't you clean up your mind
3: then, dog? <laughs> oh,
1: God. That's oh, man. Okay, love you. Bye. Right. Love yeah. you, too.
3: Bye. So loving. <laughs> You should loving,
4: hear what she's saying about daughter. you now that the headphones are on. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you started it. Oh
3: God, I tell you, Kostaki, that whole thing is unbelievable. Because Fawn now, who's 19 months old,
1: oh my God.
5: has
3: decided that Andy's name is Nanny. Nanny? <laughs> so she calls him.
1: That's yeah, funny. She call. She call. She always wants to FaceTime us, and she has to go through the whole. Roster. Yeah. Bop Bop. Here he is. Bop Bop's here. Nana, I'm here. Nanny. <laughs> Nanny is, isn't oh, here. it Doesn't help that you. Jude. <laughs> the dog.
6: You don't say like you know. Don't, you don't correct her. You just uh, reinforce I do. it. No, do. <laughs> well, my name is not Bop Bop anyway. I don't know if you know <laughs> well, that. Well, we're didn't. going
1: with Bop Bop. Bop bop's
6: cute. So, You don't call your grandparents by their names. Well, my
0: name no. is not Bop and Bop.
6: I, I have never once.
3: Hey Bop Bop, how's it going? Bop Bop. <laughs> Uh, My favorite thing she does, and then I'll move on, I promise. She goes, bop, bop, Nana for Catherine, Nanny for Andy. And then when she gets to the dog, she goes, Jude. Jude. She goes like that. That's because that's how we
6: say Jude. She mimics exactly how we say Jude.
3: She does mimic. It's very, very funny. She's cute. No. Now, let me ask you a question. Obviously, there's been... Uh, Several problems in in the comedy world. We talked about Louis C.K. and uh, you know there've been some other. I've had a couple of friends. Met, matter of fact, uh, a couple of friends that are, I'm very close to that have been accused of it themselves. I, I it's really hard. It's oh
0: such a challenge. I've been at, last night on stage. I was floundering around trying to figure out how to talk about the Louis thing. Still, I don't know. I can't get my head around. I don't. Doesn't make any sense to me. You spend your whole life hiding your masturbation how are you opening with masturbation <laughs> they don't That's even have their point. coats off what are you in your, what are you doing it doesn't <laughs> it, it's absurd it's so it absurd. Third. I can't... It doesn't make any sense to me at all.
1: It's pretty... It's sick, really. I
6: think it's like a celebrity shoplifting. They don't need to. They're doing it just for the thrill of it.
1: Yeah. They can get That's it. an yeah, interesting parallel. If, if you're
6: that rich and famous, then you can pretty much get anyone you want. Now, to... I like this theory. to do... But to yeah. be
0: fair to Louis, most of this kind of most of these stories are long before he was famous. He was just oh. wandering around as a two thousand dollar a week headliner, right? I, I don't. I mean, he was a great comic, and he had written for Chris Rock and some of these other things. But he wasn't. He was not the kingmaker he is now, for sure. So at least some of the, you know, the pressure to please the guy to continue your career was not really a part of this story as much as
6: it appears at first blush, right? Well, then, yeah, it sounds like he uh, has an illness to fix.
3: (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) It's so so weird. I don't get it. You know, the... And the odd thing for me is, and I haven't talked much about it because it hasn't become public yet, uh, like, I did know about the Louis C.K. thing several months ago, but, uh, you know, uh, I heard the couple of friends of mine who've been accused of sexual harassment are both, they're both gay men. Oh. So that part hasn't come up that much. I don't. Has any gay man been been publicly? Uh, Kevin Spacey.
6: Well,
4: Kevin Spacey.
6: Yeah.
3: Oh, that's right. Kevin Spacey. That's right. He's choosing that's to right. live his life as a gay man.
0: So were the yeah, allegations? He goes, all of a sudden, were they by men? Is that the is that the story? Yes. Okay.
6: Oh. Yes. I thought you meant like by women to gay men.
3: No, no. There were men that accused... Matter of fact, there are comedians that accused other comedians of sexual harassment. Wow. I gotta they,
0: hear this story. That's
3: interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, we're gonna have to... Because it hasn't become public yet, so... Is it Sinbad? That's really nice. <laughs> Sinbad gay? I, didn't, I don't think he's gay. I don't know. Maybe he, he it,
0: is.
6: I don't know. He doesn't
0: oh, read gay to the casual observer, that's no, for sure. No, no.
6: Who knows? No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard from him in so long. Things could have changed, though. For all I know,
0: <laughs> no, that's no. why it was fun. Last funny. thing
6: I saw him in was probably Good Burger.
0: <laughs> that's a hilarious first <laughs> guess.
6: Oh, Sinbad.
0: I'm immediately Sinbad. thinking of the gay comics in my head, and Sinbad was not in the <laughs> yes, top. Of course, 100. he was at the last <laughs> of the list. Not one of
4: them. He was down with well, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> <laughs> But is there? Yeah, I don't know. The
0: There's a little bit of a different ethic in the gay community about hitting on each other. It's a it's a much more open thing, right? Because it's two men. It's a it's a it's the all of the male energy times two with no female energy to slow it down. Right? I yeah,
4: know
3: it's it's a bad combination. <laughs> is that is that a fair thing to say? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's really fair to say. It's My a different, brain is
1: assessing the situation.
3: It's a different ethic, right? I don't know. Well. That's I fascinating. I don't know if
1: that's okay to say. I'm not sure.
3: I'm not sure either. Maybe maybe the, maybe <laughs> the gays I am could call in. Saying
0: it into a microphone. <laughs> <It's> the
3: gays. <laughs> you know, we do have a special gay line to call into. So uh, the pink phone. Yeah. Calling on the pink phone. Yes, the oh, the lines are open. More... Oh, let's think yeah, I I don't know. I I suppose. You know, I, can you imagine how tough it was to be gay about 100 years ago? Oh, when, I can't. Uh, I
4: think it was a lot of fun 25 years ago.
3: Yeah, I mean... But, I mean, you could you go around hitting on guys? Because back then, it was you could get well, killed. It
1: depends on where you right. were. I mean, I grew sure. up in suburban yeah.
3: Atlanta. In high
0: school, I knew one a friend of mine came out to me, and it was a big deal. I mean, he was... He was afraid. He couldn't yeah. tell anybody he was gay. It wasn't that long ago. Right. That was 1987. No, it wasn't. It's not ancient history. You know, things have changed yeah, a lot. We've like come it's... a long way.
3: Well, we have, and that's true. And, and people need to be given credit for that, by the way, because they could have stonewalled everybody. And matter of fact, it was. I don't know. I I just think we've come a lot farther than we're given credit for as a society. I I totally agree with that premise. Yeah, right. It is all all true. We will be right back in just a couple minutes right after this, Tom Bernard Show.
1: I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, and equipment loan or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call.
3: This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to hanging out on the dock with family and friends. Let Flow enhance your experience with their rock solid dock systems. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Flow boat lifts are a breeze to level using a cordless drill with their patented easy level system. Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Visit Flow at the Minneapolis Boat Show at the Convention Center January 11th through the 14th. Say you heard this ad on KQ and receive $50 off your purchase. Stop by Friday night between 6 and 7 to meet professional hockey star Ryan Suter, a proud owner and spokesperson for Flow Dock and Lift Systems. Or visit their website at F-L-O-E-I-N-T-L dot com. Flow Docks and Lifts, a better way. What's
5: the never could to win You're starting down the road to leave. You made momentum me cut me down And if my love was just a circus You'd be a clown by now And no I'm
6: still standing Better than I ever did Looking like
4: a true survivor Feeling like a little
3: kid We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kostaki Economopolis in studio. He's at Acme all week long, as a matter of fact. That's terrific. What a great club. It's a, it's a warm hug that club. club
0: really is, which is nice in January in Minneapolis. to Get yeah. a warm hug.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's very very true.
0: <laughs> I'm coming back oh to this crazy God. city twice in January. That's how dumb I am.
3: <laughs> no, that's right. You got to come in before the Super Bowl, so therefore you will be coming in the I'm going to come back to the mall
0: and do Radio Row and run around and go to the NFL media day and all that stuff. So, I'm actually
3: very excited well, about to grab that. Grab dinner one night. I'm I'm somewhat football.
0: Let's do that. I can't believe you're not doing Radio Row, Tom. It's not your cup of tea? All the chaos? I have no interest in going anywhere near the big game. All the football superstars? No?
4: Okay. I'm somewhat ignorant as a football fan. I'm not much of a fan at all. What exactly is Radio Row?
0: It's the coolest thing. May I, Tom? Can I do this? Because I love it. Sure. Absolutely. It is... Uh, Stations come from all over the country and Mm -hmm. set up and do live remotes from Super Bowl City for the whole week in one giant room. Sounds it's, awful. It's, it sounds awful, <laughs> and it is, depending on your perspective. It's the most terrible thing in the world or the best. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's usually about 150 different stations come and set up camp. Definitely from the Super Bowl uh, uh, team cities, mm-hmm. several of those come. And then whatever, you have like a, a table from San Francisco and a table from Little Rock and a table from West Palm Beach and a table from Atlanta. And you wander around, and everyone's sitting there doing their shows live, Uh, morning, afternoon, and evening in some cases. And you can wander around and do like... 20 interviews in you know four hours and by thursday and friday the star level of the interviewees goes through the roof like that's why i come in now and just do like the tuesday and wednesday when i can get on because thursday and friday i'm literally getting bumped by steve young and michael vick and whoever's promoting a thing is wandering the tables doing these interviews
3: It's really cool. I've told you
0: to,
3: I've told you to kill dogs, and then you could get
0: interviewed, <laughs> nah. just like Michael Vick. <laughs> that was the brains of my offense for seven years. That decision maker,
3: that guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. No, it does. I'm sure it is fun at the beginning, but yeah, toward the end, it's got to be just. See, I just have no interest whatsoever in it. I have no none. It's a
0: grueling thing for all the parties involved, but it is uh, for oh, me. Yeah, I've done a few of
3: them, and I, I love it. I love. Going
0: in, doing my thing, and getting the heck out of there. It's a long week. Are we the... talking
6: about still talking about killing dogs? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are. I love doing it. Getting out. It's fun at <laughs> the it. beginning.
0: You but... do it. You get in. You get out. Uh, radio. Radio fun. I love radio. Yeah.
3: What is radio fun? I love radio. I do too. I, I have since I was a, a teen, young, young teenager. I've loved radio, and I still do at this uh, late date. I will tell you that
0: you got the perfect voice. When I sat down and put the headphones on, I was like, "Ah, oh, that guy, that guy's voice. It's nice. It sounds so much yeah. better in the headphones than it does on my phone when I call yeah. you." <laughs> people sound a lot different <laughs>
6: on the phone.
3: Yeah, I suppose I do. Yeah. Well, I was told by by I can several people that my voice has three different tones to it. So so, so people hear three different tones in my voice. They it, there's a high, mid range, and a low. I don't know where the high is, but some—that's what some people hear, I guess. <laughs> I don't know it's weird. I don't know—I don't know what that's all about. Oh, by the way, you were talking about people whacking a mole in front of women. Oh yes. Uh here's another one. This might explain why Catherine Zeta-Jones chose to take her brother to the Golden Globes, where the Times Up campaign and her father-in-law Kirk Douglas were in the spotlight. Per hello, instead of her husband. In an interview with Deadline, Michael Douglas reveals he's been accused of inappropriate behavior by a former employee who says he masturbated in front of her, spoke raunchily to others, and blackballed her from the industry in the mid-1980s. He said, and I quote, Well I fess up to the colorful language, that's what he said. Wow. Well, was it
4: Angela Lansbury?
3: What? Uh, doesn't say. I, I don't
0: kidding. understand. What? It's just, it's put your penis away. Could... What are you
3: doing? But, I mean, how do we know he even did it? Yeah. That's the whole problem. I'm not saying that that he didn't do it. I'm just saying how do we know he did it?
6: It's a bit suspicious that they wait
3: so long, too. Like, as
6: soon as the statute of limitations is up, you're like, oh, well, uh, now I have a story to tell. Well, yeah, it's clearly an environment I'm not expected to go. It's to the, uh, finally to judge an environment
0: when you're actually being heard. So I I understand that it's something that you would not run away and try to tell somebody at the time. But, but you're right. How do you? We don't know for sure if it's true. It sounds true. It's probably true. The motivation for, for coming out and saying it is. I mean, I don't know. It's a great question, Tom. I don't know what the answer to this problem is. Nobody knows. I
6: feel like TMZ would have paid quite a bit to hear these kind of things for a long time. Like, if you have, especially if you have proof of it happening, you go to TMZ and you're like, hey, guess what I've got? You're going to get a bunch of money and your story's going to get out.
3: I suppose they don't, it's not possible for him to have physical proof that it happened.
6: Well, if it happens all the time, he's constantly, you know, hitting on women and stuff, then you just record it.
3: Yeah. We've had
6: uh, those... What's that thing called that they used in Home Alone? The, uh, the recording thingy? The Talk Boy. My <laughs> kids were home early. Yeah, that's it. We got that for a long time. we buy one of those. Oh, come on, we're then also
2: you talking about Michael Douglas. Voices. You remember how he said he got throat cancer?
3: Right. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I oh yeah. Can somebody
0: explain to me the masturbating part? What what is what why is that? I don't. Get it well, we either. were
4: talking about this in the second hour about the whole dick picture phenomena. It's a it's just a one-way street because you never hear about women doing that. Never. And no. I've never met a woman that says, "Oh, it's just fat. I've I've been collecting these Pictures for years. They're just fabulous. It
0: doesn't happen. <laughs> no, that's what I've been saying. Nobody wants a picture of your penis. Not even the woman right. who loves you. That's right. The woman who loves you that's just what... puts up with your penis because she likes the rest of you. you that's want what Alex picture said. Them.
4: She said they're not particularly interesting right? to look at. And it, I would agree.
0: It is. It is the most classic dumb male thing to do to send to a stranger, like especially someone like in I the know. Brett Favre story who has right. said no to you several times. Well, maybe <laughs> this will change yeah, your mind. This will
4: bring her around. Here's six inches of fun. Okay. That's such a that's Well, such a uh, Brett we have Farr a caller
2: thing. who may be an expert on the uh, topic. Oh, sigh. <laughs> <shy>. Really?
3: <laughs> no. Is this uh, my wife?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, it's Magoo. Oh God. Oh, Magoo, See, you no, were an Ed expert Malina. on this topic.
5: Yeah. No, no, he's just he's just mad because he's not in the playoffs. That's okay. okay. That's all you got. Go ahead, y'all. I'm a ma I'm a master masturbator. Yeah, go, back go. What's yeah.
4: happening?
0: Someone okay. Help me. Malina,
5: Malina, go, 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 do something. Let the real men talk now. Tommy. Yeah. Why don't you try talking
2: coherently for once?
5: How about hey, talking English? What? Don't to speak talk, English. Don't
4: say that to our
3: one listener. I am speaking
5: English. What, what the hell do you think this is?
3: Sounds Boy, like hillbilly. At time. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Hey, Mr. Snuffleupagus. You...
5: I I gotta Jeez. tell you. Oh my goodness. You tickle my bunny bone every week. I love it when you're on. Hey. I really enjoy you. All right.
0: Yeah. Thanks, man. Well,
5: and I know you're going to be leaving us real soon and everything, But, uh, I mean, you're what so you funny. you, dying? Should... No. <laughs> Football season's over. He's not going to be on the show. You should... should go out oh, yeah. and be a comedian.
0: I should do what? Yeah.
5: You should go out and be a comedian. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> I should try that. <laughs> yeah, give it a whirl. I will give that a shot.
5: <laughs> oh should... my god! Sometimes you you get me bubblegum. Oh my god! I'm just like funny as hell. You should know. come down oh, to Acme, Acme Comedy my Company
0: this week. That's where the real funny is. That's the live, the real live stand-up comedy funny. It's the best thing in the world.
5: I'm not going down to the big city for that. Are you crazy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the... You're not making that trip. Well, Magoo's an over-the-road truck driver, by the way, uh, Kostaki.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then you could pick up the album and listen to it in the truck. How about that? It's called what album? It's called Live at Acme. It's my new comedy album. I released it when I was – I recorded it one year ago and uh, did the producing and the promotion and all that stuff. And I'm just back to play and uh, be a comic this week. It's out there. Oh wow! Anywhere you'd find this. Oh, so you are
5: it. you're a comedian?
0: I I am.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness! You, you need to fire your marketing agency. <laughs> well, I've never heard of it. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Well, definitely, I gotta check you out now. Oh, that's great! So.
0: This is uh, so, this is yeah, painfully revealing. I,
5: I got some serious stuff to talk to Tommy about.
0: I would happily um, oh, fire my PR guy, except that it's me.
5: Oh. I mean, you might, you want nope. to Mike take some night courses. Anywho. So, Tommy. God.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
5: We are, listen, this is serious. I mean, I, I don't have, you know, no, my it's father passed so away. My father passed right. away. I got nobody to talk to. And Molina, you hush. Hey, I mean, okay, I am. Malina. I'm so done excited. at 3 o'clock,
2: so bring it. Come down to the big city if you can find it, and I'll meet you outside.
5: Oh, here we go. Oh, boy, they're sour. Aren't those Packer fans? They're sour. Packer fan? What are you talking about, you idiot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Melina's
3: not
6: a Packer fan as far as I know.
3: In any case, back to Magoo talking. So your your father passed away, and you have
5: no one to talk to. Okay, tell me. I'm so excited. I am so excited for the game. But then I'm getting... That pit in my stomach feeling again, you know. I think it's it rises from fat though on ninety eight, but uh, <laughs> I just don't know. You know. I just don't I mean, I'm so excited, I'm all geared up and then all of a sudden it's like it must be, you know, like uh, you know, druggies or something, the crash and I come crashing for a few seconds and stuff and I don't know what to do. I mean well, seriously we're gonna which, we're gonna do this,
3: right? Magoo, what you want to do is talk to Kostaki because he's used to getting his ass kicked at the very end of a game. Oh, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> well, so did the Vikings fan too. No, I, you know, Magoo, the way I'm looking at this whole thing, and I'm very serious about this, the way I look at this whole thing is that this season was not supposed to happen anyway. We knew that Bradford was going to get hurt. We didn't know the Cook was going to get hurt, but we lost him too. So this whole thing has been a great surprise anyway. This was not supposed to happen. So getting as far going thirteen and three with that team is just shocking to everybody. So I know, I'm, but it's I'm not hoping done. of course that I know, I know, you're absolutely right. Uh, and every the remaining teams, uh New Orleans team, the Atlanta Falcons, and of course, uh either Pittsburgh or uh New England, they scare the hell out of me. They're four damn good football teams, you know? I know so, yeah, I mean, understand what you're saying. It's terrifying. It. I, I know.
5: In ninety eight, look at with Culpepper oh, yeah. with Jake Reed, Chris Carter, Randy Moss, Robert yeah. Smith.
0: Yeah, that was a good
3: team. And,
5: and and that boy took a knee, you know. I mean I just nah, called one...
3: <laughs> You know, he's dead now, so I don't know. Calling a dead guy well, you
5: know, he might not let's... be yeah. I know my family <laughs> yeah. when he died I got on there and started ripping on him saying that. I prayed to God that when he had his heart attack, he dropped to a knee, so karma got him. Oh, but, you know, God.
3: Magoo, you're on a tear I, today, man. Did,
5: <laughs> did you oh, like a over I, I'm the found, Well, no, I'm bringing back sweet onions, so maybe the smell of the onions are getting to me. But, Tommy, I just, I'm just, i high, and then I'm low. I'm high, and then I'm roll. I'm like, uh, I you know, know, we, I know, we got two games, and we play at home. Please yep. don't screw this up. But then, you know, being a Minnesota fan, <clears throat> that pit feeling comes in my stomach like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, no giggling.
0: I'm familiar. I
5: didn't, I didn't, I, I'm I a Falcons
0: no and Bulldogs fan. I, you don't have to describe the pit feeling to me.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. You, got, you, you got beat up by a, a freshman doing it. Only <laughs> half the that, that was embarrassing. From guys Hawaii. afraid. Oh, that doesn't even count. <laughs> Holy crap. So, anyways, Tommy, I just, I don't know. I Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go biking. This right, is our Magoo, year. Tommy. We'll,
3: we'll, I hope you're right, sir. That'd be fantastic. Magoo, thanks for calling, man. All right. Bye bye. Bye, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I know what he's saying. It, it, as a Viking fan, as an Atlanta Falcon fan, yeah. it, it's always we're right on at the precipice, and then we just fall apart. It's hard to believe it. So yeah, I know right. it is. It's hard to believe you're right there. There is no way Georgia should have lost that football game. No
0: way. <laughs> oh, God. It's
3: right? The, it's There's the no dead. way the Atlanta Falcons – it's the Death Star. Uh, I was Star. at a Super Bowl party watching it. It is the Death
0: Star. You're right. You're playing the machine, you know. They're, those guys are really good. I mean, they are. You think about it this way. Think how good your recruiting is when a kid that's never played is sitting on the bench with those kind of skills. I know. You know, you're, know. you are
3: a football factory at that point. <laughs> how old is a kid? 19? Yeah, maybe. The the, the quarterback. He's 19. A real freshman. Both quarterbacks.
2: Our
0: guy, too. They both were in high school last year. They're true freshmen. It is just absolutely fascinating that that happens. There's There's, no way I could have that kind of poise at that age. I don't have it now. I'm 48.
3: Okay, what we're going to do since. (laughs) No, I was just going
2: to say, Kasaki, things are looking up, though. The dogs have the number one recruiting class this fall.
0: They do. And they've got that
3: killer freshman quarterback coming back. Yep. They're going to be just fun. They do, absolutely. So now that Magoo's gone, somebody shoot Melina with a tranquilizer dart, and we'll (laughs) be back in two minutes. Tom Bernard Show. (laughs) Just like all of you, I had been hearing about My Pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone said it was. Well, I received my first My Pillow, and I love it. Look, my, my head stays level. You know, it's not too high, not too low. My neck feels much better because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. Pillow is offering a buy one MyPillow, get another one absolutely free. Don't delay. This offer will end on January 31st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Go to MyPillow.com, but make sure you use the promo code TOM. Again, please use promo code Tom. That's promo code Tom. MyPillow.com. Tom Bernard here. Minneapolis is gearing up for the biggest football event of the year. And you've probably heard the myth that you should wait until after the big game to sell your home. What? If you're thinking about selling, now is the time. Why? Because buyers are hungry and most sellers aren't even in the game. But the real key is fielding the right team. And that's my buddy Chris Lindahl's team with Remax Results. Remax is America's number one real estate franchise. And the Chris Lindahl team is America's number one Remax results team. Why? Because they've got the right game plan and the best players at the skill positions. They know how to market your home. They know how to use social media. And they know how to win. On average, the Chris Lindahl team sells a home every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until after the big game to get a big win on selling your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD and the first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value and it's only going to the first two KQRS callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Get a free staging package and win big on selling your home before the big game. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green
1: and the girls are pretty. Take me
5: home, yeah, yeah. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen.
3: In studio, Kostaki Konomopoulos, he's at Acme Tonight. And tomorrow night, two shows on Friday and two shows on Saturday. As a matter of fact, one of the greatest comedy clubs in the United States of America. Easily. Yep. yep With the biggest really name
0: is. in comedy. What a great combination. How do you miss out on that? Exactly. Kostaki and Acme. During the what break, I, uh, I was firing my uh, PR guy. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well... I wouldn't get too whipped up about Magoo. Magoo gets whipped up, so you, you can't take anything too seriously. No, I did You know what but I'm saying? Was, but that was a funny moment. <laughs> like, yeah. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I should get better at getting the word out. Thank you,
3: subconscious. <laughs> Thank he you. Would, you know, I tell you something. He would have said that to Jerry Lewis, yeah. so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't worry about it. It's one of those deals. <laughs> God. Is Jerry Lewis still active? Jerry Lewis is dead. He's pushing what? up daisies. Yeah. No, longer, weeks
6: no longer active. <laughs> oh, a couple. Oh, and he was he's recently, oh, eh, August 20th. He died that long ago?
3: Jesus. Yeah. Man, at the time, I swear to God, you know, Jim Paul once said to me, when I was a kid, time just kind of loped along and it was wonderful, uh-huh. but then you get older and all of a sudden the clock is spinning like a fan. It really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's. I've, I've seen there glimpses dark... of that too, yeah. Yeah, there
6: are times when yeah, it's weird because it's like the past couple of weeks have felt like they're exceptionally long, and yet I can think back on something that happened four years ago, and it feels like it happened a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's time dilation going on. Jerry Lewis was yeah, a it, it, he was a misogynist in the old fashioned uh, yeah <laughs> way. He
3: said he Jerry Lewis things. just hated everyone. <laughs> He did hate everyone. Why did Jerry Lewis hate everybody so much?
6: He was a very bitter man, especially when he was old. He was a very, uh, yeah. That's a great He said what he thought.
0: You've met a lot of these big shots over the years, Tom. How does somebody that successful get bitter at the end? What is he bitter about?
6: What's happening? I think you have to be a sociopath to get that successful (laughs) as a thing.
3: Well, I think that's probably true. And then
6: once you get successful, you hide it so people won't, you know. And then once you don't need to anymore, a.k.a. your career is over – then you go back to being how you really were. Yeah, I like I these Andy theories right today.
0: I, you've had two of them I love. I, I, this makes perfect sense Andy's to me. Andy's good with the theories. All right. No, well, she.
6: I mean, you, you know, especially in that era, there were a lot of uh, famous people who were, you know, not super nice to their children. Uh, was Jerry Lewis one of those? Mm,
4: yep. Oh, yeah. I had a kid yeah, that he way. disowned, yeah. didn't he?
6: Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And then um, uh, who was it? Johnny Carson, was Just he
4: Pretty much name
6: that? well
3: Well, yeah i suppose gustaki i will tell you i did an interview with uh and i can't remember his name now because it was so many years ago but he he he's the johnny carson son that drove off a cliff in his jeep oh boy yeah a long time ago well i interviewed him about a month before that happened he was on the cakey morning show huh? and i was talking to him and he just it was very pleasant very nice and you know, the word had gotten around that uh, that Johnny didn't really pay much attention to his kids, this, that, and the other thing. And so I, I just thought I'd break the ice a little bit without, you know, just hammering about, uh, <laughs> about the thing. <laughs> and I said, well, I see that, uh, you know, I, I know that your father built a brand new uh, estate about a year ago. It's supposed to be absolutely beautiful. Is it as beautiful as they say? And he sighed and said, I, I don't know. I've I've never been invited to go. <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> to his own dad's house. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Wow. And then there was the Beach Boys, his dad. Yeah, Murray Murray Wilson used to beat the hell well he he, he beat Brian so badly he went deaf in one ear. Michael uh,
4: Jackson's dad, Bing Crosby. Bing
3: <laughs> Yeah, so I think famous people are just more likely to be crazy. Hey, just because Bing Crosby referred to one of his sons as satchel ass, you know, it's not that big a deal. He did. He called one of his kids satchel ass. Well, thanks, Dad. I feel much better. I feel much better about myself. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, At least we're not Robert Wooten. Do you know who Robert Wooten is? No, help me. Wooten clan? I'm looking at his picture right now. Uh, Wooten clan, yeah, Wooten clan. Uh, if a performance artist did it, people might consider it a bold choice. On a robbery suspect, however, bold might not be the word. Police in Houston say 40-year-old Robert Wooten uh, has something on his forehead. The why is not clear, but the consequences are Wooten is wanted for a string of armed robberies and witnesses have identified him thanks to what he has tattooed on his forehead.
4: Oh, oh no, I guess it's not a Phi Beta Kappa key.
3: <laughs> it is not a Phi Beta Kappa key. On his forehead, I'm looking at his picture right now, his good, mugshot. Good guess. Okay? <laughs> he has tattooed on his forehead. This is a guy armed robber of people, and it's fully visible when he say? robs like, them. I love Jesus or something? It says... 463-15-6781 His social security his number? His social security number is uh. on his forehead. Well. <laughs> wow.
4: Probably not the president is, of LifeLock.
3: Oh, wow. Oh man. my. <laughs> Can, why would you do that? That's crazy. I don't know. I, I So there there there's like there's footage of him and the the numbers in full view. People he's he's robbed. They've read the number on his forehead. it so kind of sounds like it's some self-destructive tendencies here. <laughs> uh, by the way, it seems that uh, that to be true. Another uh, tattoo, by the way, uh, on his neck is his phone number. Mm. So he has his social security number on his forehead and his phone number on his neck. Nice.
4: <laughs> oh, Call God. me maybe.
3: Nice. Uh, call me, maybe. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe he's uh, wants to be in prison where his homies are at. Uh, maybe it's a possibility. So, Kostaki, I want to hear about your. So, you cut you cut an album a year ago, right? Right. At Acme. Yeah. And you released it
0: when? We took a while because my uh, we took our time because my producer. I was his first album, and he was leaving Sirius, and he didn't want to be working at Sirius and an uh, album producer at the same time. It would be a conflict of interest. So he, I see, yeah. he wrapped up Sirius, and as soon as that finished, we released the album in May. So he was ready to so be he done with Sirius yeah. for years. Um, so yeah, we released it in May, and uh, it's been great. It's been It's the best thing I've ever done, and it's been fun to promote, and... Uh, get some good feedback and it's getting played on Sirius, despite not having a connection over there anymore
3: <laughs> isn't that amazing that, that that happens well they play it on serious even though you know, i uh, yeah i understand serious is not that great a place if you're not howard stern it's not that great a place to work I've heard different versions of that myself, but uh, I also yeah. have
0: some buddies who have loved it there, so it's the full range. It's a great place oh, to true. be connected when you're a comic, that's for sure, because when you get serious plays, it's they pay you for the privilege of uh, spreading the word about you. It's a very nice setup for comics. They've been, they've is, been good to comics good. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they
6: go with like a Netflix model where they buy the rights to play stuff? They... It's old-fashioned royalties.
0: They pay you on a per-play no. basis. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's actually great. It's it's been uh, it's become a big slice of my in, you know income. Well, how do they
6: determine how often to play someone though? Is it like by request?
0: Boy, that's the crazy magic question. I don't know. I mean, they yeah, have different producers, like any organization would. I'm not sure how the machine makes decisions.
6: Yeah, can't you just get one of your friends to become a producer there and then just have him hit autoplay and leave for a year? <laughs> Ooh, I like it.
0: That's a good construct. Let's do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get that going. Because they can't tell how many people are listening when your, your album is playing. All they know is how many people subscribe, right? I think that's true, yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no way to tell how many people might, might have heard your album. Are you sure? You would know... Be- I think since it's internet based, they
6: can. Well, I mean, is it internet based or is it satellite satellite based? Satellite based. It's a whole different universe. Yeah. Yeah, you're not communicating with the satellite. Those just those are one way transmissions. Right. But if you if it is like connected to the internet somehow, then they could. uh, then, yeah. they, then you could, you know, talk back to them.
3: No, Kostaki, do you notice when they play it? Do you, do you notice uh, an uptick in sales? So you would know, I, I'm assuming. You know what? The the new again,
0: I'll, I'll speak for me, and I assume this is true for comics across the board. The new paradigm it's it's you don't really drive sales. What you do is you you drive ticket sales. It's the yeah, it's, right. that's true. Yeah, comics right. have always had the model sort of that musicians have landed on in the post-Napster universe. Right. No, we've talked about this before. In the earlier days, it was all about selling the albums, and Mm. musicians have changed that paradigm. Now it's about selling the live shows. And comics have always had that model. So it's really just a matter of getting the word out and building enough of a brand that when you come to the Acme in whatever town you're in, that uh, people come to see you on purpose. That's the goal, you know.
6: Um, yeah, I looked at it, and I'm, I looked it up, and no, there really is no way for them to know. Uh, so, it's yeah, it's basically like what you said. You do it, and then if more people come to your show, then you know it's working.
3: Well, that's why I, wonder, right. I wondered about that. How do they know how many listeners Howard Stern actually has? You don't. That's a great uh, question. They would have right. to say... I joined. I joined well, Sirius XM just to listen to Howard Stern. Well,
6: now it's more. Like, it's, it's a thing that would be like, uh, you know, hey, Howard Stern fans, go to our site and you know, put in the keyword, and you might win money or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Then yeah, they use that true. to judge how many people, because you know, if, if you could, if you say maybe one percent of the listeners actually do it. Then you can extrapolate how many yeah, listeners you true. have. That's true.
0: Well, Howard Stern was there. Um, he was basically their Herschel Walker, right? When the USFL yeah. launched the league, they needed the premier name in football right. to come to their league to give right. them legitimacy, and they helped build a satellite universe on you know on his name. So.
3: And I mean, by the way, uh, he just mentioned a former Georgia Bulldog. Game, so. <laughs> that,
0: was the, that was the last time the, the Bulldogs won the national championship. It was. <laughs> it, was it was the it last was. time they won it. It was 1981, I believe. We <laughs> got football fans? We got NFL fans here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sort of a dampened enthusiasm in Minnesota. I know. The good news is your team's not going to go to the first round of the playoffs and disappoint you, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is year. Is that that's too painful to laugh. Okay. Didn't hear a cheer out of the state till they fired Blair Walsh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a very good point. But how? What? Honest to God, these field goal kickers—it just. Oh my God, it's annoying. It's how could they miss so many field goals? It's hard to do. I can tell you that. I I did it once at.
0: Uh, I I went to the Super Bowl a few years back. I don't know if this is a really obscure, but the uh The Ravens had missed a thirty seven yarder at the end of a playoff game and kept them out of the uh-huh. playoffs and uh, I went and I did the NFL experience and there was I set it up so that it was a thirty seven yard field goal and I made it of course. You know, I did? My, I did, but, of course, there's nobody trying to keep me from making it. <laughs> That's
3: true. <yeah. laughs> it was a but lot still. easier
0: for me. But... And
4: you're not going to lose your job if you you Right,
0: right. There's no head games happening. It's just me and my blue jeans. <laughs> um, still, it's still not that easy to do. Oh, no, it's absolutely... It's absolutely hard to be a good field goal kicker. Obviously, I mean that's why we see. You know, I had mixed feelings when I found out that the uh, kicker for Alabama was a Greek.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say.
0: (laughs) I had a brief moment of, wait, do I root for this kid? No, FM. All right, go dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you
6: could have done a better job
2: that kick at the end of the game. He had a tough run, that
3: kid.
6: Is a kicker just a kicker, or does someone else? Do they like pick a? player to kick.
3: No, they just kick.
6: Well then, I mean, if you're doing that that's the one thing you have to do, then you would think, yeah, you should hit it pretty much every time.
0: Yeah, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. a 50-yard 50, a 50 field goal with a bunch of scary people chasing you and trying to keep it from happening. And, there's a, I mean, that's a, that's a hard thing to do.
2: But have you noticed, though, the bigger thing now that never used to be an issue is extra points. When they moved it back to 33 yards, now yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, that totally messed Belair Walsh up. He was perfect his first year. Right. That makes it more fun. It's not yeah, a gimme. No, yeah. Yep.
0: I love it. When will professional when were, football embrace college football overtime? That's my question. Yes. Are, are you yes. with me on this? Yes. College, they both got the ball. College football overtime is so much better,
2: right, Tom? It Come is. on. I'm just waiting for you Michael know, Bryant to call in.
0: It's the best. I, it's. They did the same thing with the two point conversion. The college world had it for years and years and years, and the NFL was like, nope, nope, nope. Okay, and it's better.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it is
0: better. They're going to do the same thing with no, college you... football overtime. College football overtime is so good, they should replace college basketball with college football overtime. <laughs> 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 well,
2: well, no, I mean that was all bad. right. it's a heck of a week though there for Georgia, being back-to-back overtime uh, games. Right, I mean, especially that Oklahoma Rose Bowl.
3: Right. Yep, that game was great. Indeed, that game had no, a better are ending. Are you going to come back? <laughs> Are you going to come back in on Thursday and Friday, too? If you'll have me, I'll come back. I live near, near here. Oh, it's very yeah, easy for me.
6: Absolutely. So are you at Acme? I'm at Acme. Do I need to fire oh, well, my then. PR guy again? Is anyone listening <laughs> to
3: me? we talked about
0: it. Is anybody? I was.
4: The show is sponsored I, by Miracle here. I'm at
0: Acme, everybody. <laughs> what? Acme Comedy <laughs> Company. It's in the warehouse district. It's awesome. Come see me come in the bye
6: and your shows are
0: 8 o'clock! <laughs> Friday. 8, eight o'clock eight every o'clock. night! <laughs>
6: With and added eight eight late eight shows. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Tom Bernard show. <laughs>